0: Living Show, a show dedicated to the discussion of resiliency and the women who portray it always oh so well. Each week, I will hold a conversation with some of the world's most resilient women. Remember, I am resilient, but guess what? You are too. Let's get started. Welcome to the Resilient Living Room, and today I have none other than the, it is extremely an honor, a privilege, some people can't access this woman, but I have been able to have access to her, I think for going on six years now, five or six years, this is none other than my mentor, the one and the only, the woman catalyst, the human being that i I, It's not enough adjectives in the dictionary to describe this woman. She is so amazing. She's an author, serial entrepreneur. She's a woman in every sense of the word. She's a mom. She's a wife. And she is determined to be great and help others find their greatness, their uniqueness, their everything. I could go on and on, but I'll introduce none other than Mrs. Martha Cooper Hudson coming out of Charlotte, North Carolina.
1: Hello, Martha. Hello there, darling. How are you? I am good. How are you? I am amazingly well, Tia. <laughs> am, I am good. And this is
0: truly an honor. And I know your schedule is tight from being, from helping women rediscover themselves to being a mom. Your son is just growing leaps and bounds. I can't even believe that your daughter is graduating from high school. That is how long it's been like, oh my goodness, you going to Disneyland.
1: <laughs> oh, my God. oh my God. I, I tell you, it is, it is amazing not only to see their transformation. But to really look at, wow, where where they were Mm -hmm. to who they are now. And I get so excited and a little sad to see where they're going next. Because I know wherever that is, it's going to be great. But for me, you know, my son is 15 and he's like, mom, okay, you have until I'm 16, which is (laughs) August, to kiss him to keep taking pictures with him because he says, you know, mom, I have an image that I have to uh, uphold. And so my heart is breaking because I knew that that day would come.
0: Yes,
1: I couldn't do it in public, but behind closed doors, he's promised me that I can continue to get kisses and hugs from him. So I'm good. Oh, my goodness.
0: That is wonderful. Listen, we're so excited to have you on with our Houston audience. I can't say that no one knows you, but just in case someone is new to the United States, let me just say that, tell us about you, who you are, and what you do.
1: Well, my name, as Tia said, is Martha Cooper Hudson. First and foremost, I'm a child of God, and then I'm Michael's wife. Yes. And from there I am Joel and Mason's mom. But more than that, I am a woman that's on a mission to truly equip, inspire, motivate and empower each and every person that hears the sound of my voice so that they can truly stand up, suit up and truly boss up in their purpose. And with that purpose, it it excites me to to be able to share, to lend, as I tell people, I cannot sing, but God gave me a voice Mm -hmm. that will move someone to action. And that is all that I ask on this day, on this planet, with this purpose, is that I wake up something within you to make you want to take it to the next level.
0: Absolutely. And listen, that voice, everything that you just heard her say, she said that five, I, I want to say about six years ago at a sister brunch, women's only brunch. And it was the first time I had no idea who you were, but it was the way that you commanded the, the attention of the room. Weren't even the guest speaker. They just said you know, stand up and tell us who you are. And you stood up and you said, I am Martha Cooper Hudson. And I turned around and I was like, who was that? I mean, you were like, it was like ingrained in you who you were. I'd never heard a person introduce themselves in that way. And it was so powerful and so inspiring. And ever since then until now, everything that I have done has been a salute to you for one, but it has mimicked the teachings that you have taught me. And so I was like, I got to share her. I hate sharing you, but I got to share you with so many other people, men and women, because you've not only impacted women, but you have impacted men. What has that been like?
1: You know, for me, years ago, and I'll never forget when I finally, well, I, when I was forced into the industry of direct sales
0: Mm -hmm.
1: and I had a young man say to me, Martha, your voice is too intimidating. Your presence is too intimidating to a man. And I looked at him and I said, excuse me, My husband's been with me for over 18 years at that time, and he's never been intimidated by an alpha female. Right. However, for me, it gives me great honor to know that I am impacting men in a way that I move them to really do something even better for themselves and for their family, And they respect and truly understand that I am just not this alpha woman, which I am, but I am a woman who's truly not only giving them the tools that they need, but I'm strengthening them, I'm strengthening them, and I'm supporting them in every endeavor that they are actually engaging in. And so for me, I get excited and I always tell them, you know, I I like to empower Women and a few good men, and those few good men are who they know who they are to you. Right, not intimidated (laughs) by a strong woman such as yourself, and or such as myself. That
0: is so good to know, which I've already experienced firsthand. But I'm glad that my audience can hear that. When we're talking about resiliency, Hmm. you started off as an educator. Yeah. And you have been able to pivot and move with the times and, you know, be supportive of your husband and his endeavors being the, the I, I want to say the mad scientist, but it's nothing mad about him. <laughs> but even with that, you know, the definition of resilient is being able to overcome barriers. Everything that was meant to take you out, take you down, you have withstood that flawlessly, and I know it wasn't easy, but how were you able to do that? How were you able to pivot from being a teacher to this serial entrepreneur that you have grown to be so much so that it allows you to have comfortability with your family?
1: Wow. You know, that's a great question. And, and first, let me just say, I can't take credit for being an educator, but <laughs> my master's, my master's was in speech language pathology. So okay. I worked within the school district okay. as a speech language pathologist. However, I have always been an entrepreneur. And the sad part about it is, is that I allowed, and as much as I love my mother, I allowed her voice to silence that dream of being an entrepreneur, because Mm -hmm. she simply said to me, you need to make sure that you get a degree in something that you can always get a job in. And so she taught me at that moment, although she has been an entrepreneur all her life, she taught me at that moment, not to bet 100% on Martha, but to bet on Martha and a job. And let me just say, that there is nothing wrong with having a job. Absolutely. Everything wrong with just having a job. So fast forward to when you started to know who Martha really was, I was thrust into entrepreneurship because of one of, because one of the most tragic moments in our lives my husband, at the age of 40, was diagnosed with colorectal stage 3A colorectal cancer. Mm. I was 36 years of age. I had a one year old and a three year old, and we had just built our dream home a home in which only people, people may have just, a home that they saw on television and said, right. well, I really wanted to, I really would love to have something of that nature. Well, at that moment in time, I was thrust into business because our business wasn't together. And it wasn't until that illness that I learned that our business was, if I could use for better better words, our business was jacked up. Meaning that (laughs) As a woman, I continued to do what I needed to do. My husband was that breadwinner in that household, and I thought things were taken care of. Unfortunately, Tia, it wasn't until he became ill that I realized, one, there was no disability income coming in. Two, there was no disability income coming in on his job. And therefore, three, that left us without income to pay, one, a $4,000 mortgage to take care of our kids to let him heal the way that he needed to in order for us to never have to deal with cancer again. So when that happened, I had no other option. I had to shift. I had to pivot. But understanding that God knows exactly what you need and who you need in your space and place. And so he sent someone to me and said, Martha, I need you to listen to an opportunity that opportunity because here's what i know for sure a wise man will investigate what a fool will take for granted Absolutely. i knew that- I knew that I had no other option, Tia. My back wasn't against the wall. It was through the wall and I needed to come out and fight for my family. And so me and my husband agreed at that moment in time. I said to him, if you fight for your life, I'll fight for this family. And we agreed and he did. And I did. And I went into a mode in which I, I, I knew she was there. I knew that eagle was always there. But I went into this other person, this person that beyond a shadow of a doubt, whatever was falling all down around me, that I was going to stay focus enough to make sure that I took care of my family and make sure that my husband took care of him. And so that took me into that industry. And then from there, I knew at that moment that I would never allow my life, my future, my family to ever Ever depend on a job again but that if we ever worked a job it will be by choice not because we had to and I would never give someone that much power over our lives again and so I went into action mode I went into that mode Tia I surrounded myself with some of the most powerful people who fed me who stretched me and who said to me Martha you can get it done And because of that, I closed out all of the negativity around me. I eliminated all of the naysayers. And I only focused in on what God said I could do. And I started to believe 100% on what he said. And I believed in Martha. And I understood that I would take everything that I had in the bank and bet it on Martha. And Martha would win every time. But I would never win by myself. Because when you walk into my office now, you see this huge plaque that says, God is my CEO. I can't do it without anybody else, without him. Right. And so, and so that thrusts me into that thrusts me into, into who I am today and even into the position that I'm in right now, Tia. One that I didn't understand. And when you talk about resilience, Hmm. one that I didn't understand last year, the shift happened again. See, what most people won't do, they won't sit still long enough to Mm -hmm. listen to him because he will direct you every step of the way. But they want to listen to themselves and do it their way. But I understood long ago to stop listening to Martha because Martha will jack up. <laughs> you know, I'm just like, damn, this was Martha's way. Okay, I know. Okay, I see it. I'm sorry because I I will jack it up. But when I sat still long enough, when I turned fifty, I kept saying to myself, um, I kept saying to myself, God is doing a shift. Mm -hmm. And I don't understand it. And I could not figure out what that shift was. And I kept saying to myself, God, I'm going to sit still long enough. He let things close down. Yeah. It happened. I was not motivated to do a video, to do a talk, to do, to take on any coaching clients or anything. And I kept saying, What are you doing to Martha? And I turned 50 in December. By that April, you could see God's hands all over where He was shifting and directing me. And that was in the industry of financial advising and Mm -hmm. becoming a financial representative, something that I never in a million years thought I would be doing. But I've realized within these seven months, of being actively in this industry and thrust into an industry of people that do not look like me. Right. And for this girl who went to South Carolina state university, who came from the projects of Fort Pierce, Florida, who was raised by a single mother who they said that wasn't going to amount to anything simply because all of the strikes was already against me. To walk into a $4 billion company and be the only African American female. Mm place in which I did not go to Harvard to major in finance and economics. I didn't go to Carolina as they would say, go Carolina, Blue Chapel Hill. I didn't go to Wake Forest. I went to South Carolina State University. And every day they scratched their head to say, what is it about Martha that has been able to break every barrier that this wealth company has seen? has gotten leadership all the way up to Wisconsin, to Milwaukee, to see her, to have them now put me in leadership, in a leadership role over the people of color advisors, where out of 350 in North Carolina, South Carolina, and Augusta, Georgia, there's 18 African-American financial advisors. And you took one who's been there for seven months and asked her to lead this cause and this group, it's only because of what they see in me and the light that they've seen shine and the resiliency that they have seen in me walk in that place, they are still scratching their head, Tia. And I'm just (laughs) saying, God, what is you are doing in this season so that I could not only change the trajectory of the brown and black community, that I can teach brown and black business owners who may be making six figures in their business, how I can teach them how to not only secure the bag, but damn it, keep their bag. Right. Because so many are out there making money and have no idea, because their money do not have an assignment, they have no idea where that money has gone. Why? Why? Because they haven't taken the time to speak to a financial advisor that can help them. Because we were taught to Mm -hmm. not discuss our finances with anybody. That's right. Whether good or bad, not to discuss it with anybody. And I can tell you, over these months, it has just been amazing for me to be able, and you think that, even the most wealthiest African-American business owners, career-driven men and women, who's making exceptional income, have it together. Right? And they don't. And the reason that they don't want to talk to anyone is because they don't want anyone to know that they don't have it together. Guys, it's okay to not have it together, but it's not okay for it to stay that way. Absolutely, because if I didn't talk to someone years ago, I can promise you, you wouldn't be talking to me today because that Martha Cooper Hudson may have been <laughs> homeless, may have been somewhere doing something that she didn't want to do just to feed her children. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, you have to give in, you have to give in, and you must know. And so, that resilient piece. You know, and I walk in every day to show my daughter that baby, when you know who you are and whose you are, everyone else will know it as well.
0: Absolutely. Absolutely. Do do y'all see why this is my mentor? (laughs) Do you see all of this energy that you give and it's with a straight face? It's like. I don't have anything, you're, the, you're probably the most transparent person that I have ever met because you know it's going to help someone and change the trajectory of their life. Just hearing you, I'm over here like, there is it's endless. The possibilities are endless. There's nothing that I can't do. That's right. <laughs> That's it's, right. You put, you bring that hope back into it. Like, listen, there's nothing you can tell me that you've been through or seen or done or experienced that I haven't. But I'm telling you, on the other side of that is this.
1: You just have to get through it. Okay. And here you are.
0: That it's a is part
1: awesome. of your process. Mm-hmm. It, it's a part of your process. And I don't ever want you to stop. Because now, what you're doing may offend people who wish they could be where you are. Absolutely. And I tell people, you can become and do anything if it's a part of your wheel wagon. Don't look at it and say, oh, because Tia's doing it, I'm doing it. Right. Or because Martha is doing it, I'm doing it. They make that look easy. You don't understand the shoes that we had to put on. Oh,
0: my God. That's
1: <laughs> Some
0: days yeah, <laughs> and then some days I'd be like, "Wait, God, I'm a uh, this not my size. I don't think this, this is for me,
1: girl." <laughs> this was many me. days, many days when I walked into that office, I'm like, "God, hold on, I quit." Uh mm-hmm. huh. Mm-hmm. And then you say, "Martha, this ain't about you. Did you think this <laughs> <was> about you? <laughs> this ain't about you. Absolutely. This is about." You the business owners and the career-driven men and women and and the youth that will you will impact through closing that wealth gap in this season. It's not about you. Girl, please go sit down somewhere.
0: Absolutely. Yes. Absolutely. Listen, you know we can talk forever because
1: that we can. I
0: just love the way you think. I love the way you carry yourself. I love the command that you have, you own everywhere you go, you own it. And it's not a arrogance, it's a confidence and reassurance that it's nothing you can tell me about myself that I don't already know. I'm humble enough to appreciate it, but I know when I lay my head down on my pillow, I know who I am and I know whose I am. And that's the mantra that I borrowed from you. I was like, I got to have some of that because she's not waiting to be validated. Confirmation already came to her before she got in this room. She just, hey. here, she just here to be here.
1: You, you know what I say about validation. Validation yeah. is for parking. It's not for people.
0: Right. <laughs> oh,
1: you know, indeed.
0: But listen, you have so much to offer our audience, and like you said, uh, women and a few good men, how can they contact you? How can they keep up with you if they need to be a part of the financial platform? How can they?
1: Sure. Well, first of all, you can follow me on all of my social media. Now, you can follow me at Martha Cooper Hudson on every platform. Now, just know that when you follow me, you're going to see all of me from being the mother to being the wife to being the motivator to being the financial advisor or representative you're going to see all of those aspects of me what you will not see is a vis- a television i'm not telling a vision that is is false and or a lie i'm very right. honest and i'm very crystal clear so you can follow me on all of my platforms now if you if you are one of those awesome and phenomenal business women and or men or someone who's career driven, you don't have to make a million dollars to talk to Martha Cooper Hudson, because it's not how much money you have. It's what you do, with what you do have. You right. must just be willing to be open and transparent when we have that conversation. And so you can reach out to me for any of my wealth knowledge, any of our financial advice, any to gain a free financial analysis, which is so critical for each and every one to have and to do, you can reach out to me at. I'll give you both of my email addresses. My business email is martha dot cooper hyphen hudson at n as in Nancy, m as in Mary dot com. So that's martha dot cooper dash hudson at nm.com. And then my other email that I checked is Martha Cooper Hudson, all one word, at gmail.com. And I would love to have some time with you. I want you to know that whatever we discuss is 100% confidential, and it will never be discussed with anyone else if they don't have your same name.
0: That's true. And you won't even do it then.
1: Right. Like, <laughs> right, girl, you better show me some predictions. Let me see Thank that's you. right. That that's is
0: right. right. Oh, my goodness. It has been a true, true honor. You know, I love you to death. And I am so glad that you came into my life when you did because it Really lit some fire under me, and you don't settle for safe. So um, you push until we have to look at the phone and say, "I can't answer Martha today. I just can't," because <laughs> I know she's calling me about a plan, a vision, a dream, or something that I shared with her, and I have to follow through. So you're an excellent accountability partner. I hope that everyone who is listening, Houston, she is not too far away. She will she will hop on a plane and be in. Anywhere you need her to be, as long as you're serious about being great, growing, and finding your own way, she'll be there. Martha, thank you so much.
1: Tia, I thank you for giving me the opportunity to come on and to impact uh, those amazing individuals in the Houston, Texas area. I'm just so glad that they made it through the winter storm of the decade and and that they are okay. But I want them to know one thing. If better is possible, then good is not enough. If better is is possible, then good is not enough. Stop settling because you're suffering when you settle. Mm.
0: That's it right there.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Okay, Resilient Land. That
0: concludes this week's show of Resilient Living. Tune in next week for another amazing discussion with one of the world's most resilient women. Remember, I am resilient, and guess what? You are too. I would love to hear your feedback. Email me at info at tiaacker.com. And make sure you subscribe to Resilient Magazine at www.resilientmagazine.com. Come on, ladies. We're waiting to hear from you.
1: Produced by 3Beats.